This is Movies First with Alex First. I greatly embraced and thoroughly enjoyed the decidedly different new kind of Marvel superhero Ant-Man when he first hit the big screen three years ago. In short, it was loads of fun. Armed with a super suit with the astonishing ability to shrink in scale but increase in strength, cat burglar Scott Lang, played by Paul Rudd, learned to embrace his inner hero. In so doing, he helped his mentor, Dr. Hank Pym, played by Michael Douglas, plan and pull off a heist that saved the world. I wondered where Disney would take the franchise, and now I have the answer. The studio has gone with the same director, Peyton Reed, the same stars and different writers apart from Paul Rudd. They've also introduced a few new characters that are critical to the story. After his exploits with the Avengers in Captain America's Civil War, Scott Lang finds himself under house arrest. But when he faces the decision to once again don the Ant-Man suit, Scott is conflicted as he's struggling to find a way to get his life back on track and be the best possible father to Cassie that he can be. Now a fugitive with her father Hank, Hope Van Dyne, Evangeline Lilly, has used her time in hiding to master her new role as the Wasp. She isn't quite ready to team up with Scott for their most important mission yet, but reuniting her family depends upon it, so she's forced to seek his help. In short, their job is to try to rescue Van Dyne's mother, Hank's wife, who hitherto was thought to be dead. You're listening to Movies First. For more, like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. I enjoyed much of the humorous banter and the sight gags in Ant-Man and the Wasp. Among the latter is shrinking the key building where Hank and his daughter have established their laboratory into a piece of hand luggage, such that you could roll it onto a plane. And this time, they've upped the ante by enabling Ant-Man to grow into a giant, not just to reduce to the size of an ant. Hot Wheels also get a good working over, and the interplay between the lead cop, Agent Jimmy Woo, Randall Park, and Scott is smile-inducing. Often, Marvel has wonderful backstories and early establishment scenes. Not so much here. The opening is quickly dispensed with and rather pedestrian, even if it does establish the basic premise. Nor was I sold on the tortured ghostly character in Ant-Man and the Wasp, played by British actor Hannah John Kamen. I thought she was an inconvenient downer that didn't serve much purpose in developing the narrative, other than to link Hank to an old colleague in Bill Foster, played by Lawrence Fishburne. On that score, the filmmakers could have found another, more compelling way. Finally, with a running time of just under two hours, Ant-Man and the Wasp felt dragged out, something I didn't associate with the original, even though Ant-Man ran just one minute shy of this sequel. Nevertheless, at its finest, the movie remains a crowd-pleaser, only I could have done with more of those high points. It scores a 7 out of 10. You've been listening to Movies First with Alex First. Subscribe to the full podcast at Audioboom, Stitcher and iTunes or your favourite podcast distributor. This has been another quality podcast production from Bytes.com.